<laughs> oh my goodness. Day offs. My gosh. All right, what's up, folks? This is Jason Tucker. This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 190. 190, folks. We've got oh, we're closing in. It's Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. So today's topic is uh, learn more WordPress through side projects. So we're going to kind of talk about all the cool things that we're working on the side, things that we enjoy working on, and how we've kind of you know, learned more by doing side projects. So let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. We're going to go with Chris. Chris, tell us all about yourself. My name is Chris Lemma. I blog over at chrislemma.com, and uh, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> It's a short resume. Doesn't want to talk about his humidor. All right. I get it. George, what about you? My name is George Safanis. I work for Automatic, leading a team, doing all sorts of maintenance and picking things up and making things that have been long since abandoned and not suck anymore. That is really interesting. What about you, Robert? Uh, My name is Robert Gilmer. I build stuff with WordPress. I do a lot with the local meetups and... uh, I'm a WordCamp junkie. <laughs> nice. But you, Russ? Uh, my name is Russ. I work at Web Dev Studios under the maintain umbrella. <laughs> I do support, and uh, I run the WordCamp Vegas, all the stuff here. Sweet. What about you, Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the production manager at Z Interactive. I'm at Sarah Weefald on Twitter. This is Basil. What the, hell? what the hell is that thing behind you? That's Basil Hayden. He's my hairless pussy. <laughs> How about you, say? I I um. My name is Say. If I could remember it now, uh, and I, I make WordPress. Love WordPress. You, you do press, WordPress. You love WordPress. You make WordPress. Come on. Make love do. Uh, just, just go uh, on. Uh, Okay. Add say read media. Add say read media. That's all you need to know. Move on. Move on. The last minute of conversation <laughs> has broken my brain. I'm just going to say it now. Fidel Castro, how about you? I'm Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OSU. Today, Steve Zengit will be played by Paul Clark. Well, apparently. <laughs> hey, hey, is there an OC meetup tonight? Because normally every Monday you're like in tonight. Yeah, yeah come on by. Yeah, go on by. I'll, I should should be there. <laughs> the barbecue will be running. <laughs> Wait a week. Sarah will be there. Nice. Yeah, she'll totally be there. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker mm-hmm. on Twitter, and I blog over at jasontucker.us and wpmedia.pro. Folks, uh, today we're recording on uh, we're recording on a very special day. Um, I'm wearing my Marine shirt here. I want to say thank you all for the folks that have, uh, you know, have taken the ultimate sacrifice and have uh, helped out this country. I appreciate it. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about side projects. What do you guys think? I'm for Sorry. Side projects is how I learned how to WordPress, essentially. Yeah. Um, at my old job, um, you know, it was a small band management company, and I was kind of loosely in charge of the entire internet. Um, so, you know... Those are you're the, the best jobs, where you're loosely in charge of the entire internet. Yeah, you so... You control that, know, like, box with a bleeping red light on the top? Exactly. I had, like, a little red button on it to just shut the whole thing down. Um, <laughs> the big router on the mountain? Oh, yeah. So, musicians don't <laughs> tend to have a very large budget for websites, and I wanted to learn this stuff anyway, and I'd be going to this, you know, meetup thing. So I was like, okay, you know what? band with no budget, I'll make your website. 
Um, so I started doing that and then realized I was super over my head, had no idea what I was doing. Um, so I started making little websites outside of the office and then taking what I had learned back into the office. And then that turned into a job making WordPress websites for us. So that was kind of crazy. I, I think that should be on the dot .org. I got a witness. I think that should be on the dot .org homepage. Band, do you not have any money? Use WordPress. <laughs> but that's also the problem. Like, I yeah, mean, no, I get it. Probably a whole other show, but like, there, there are a couple bands I've said, dude, just go Squarespace. You can't do this. Sure. <laughs> Man, honestly, that's one of the things the side projects really excel at. They are absolutely stupendous at taking uh, something that you're passionate about and turning it into something that you're good at. Yeah. Just yeah. a way of building experience because it lets you build up um, projects under your belt and then you can use on, on a resume and lets you actually get paid to do something that originally, who's going to pay you to do something that you've never actually have any experience at? You'd be surprised how many people pay people to do something that they don't have any experience at. But um, that see, all... See Taco Bell. Sorry, speaking from experience here. Uh, no, but there is something to be said for when you take on a side project and you're you're a fresh noob, as it were. Um, and uh, it's I just want to put a caveat here. It's really important to let people know that that's why you're doing it for free and don't pretend that you know what you're doing necessarily because that's misleading. Mm -hmm. And I've had clients who are the recipient of that side project, and then you know. The person's like, yeah, I can do whatever, and then they get in over their head, and then they can't uh, pull it off, and then that other, the person who's, wait, I'm not saying you did this, by the way, Sarah, because you're a responsible human. Um, <laughs> like, I'm doing this for this because I don't know how to do this, and I'm learning. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, they're like, we don't care. But there's a part of that also, if, even if you are experiencing on a yeah. side project, it's important to make the distinction as to what you're offering, right? So if I'm taking something on as a side project, I'm very clear as to... My time, my, the, my, the primary use of my time is going to be for work, mm -hmm. right? I work yeah. on your side project when I can, yeah. right? But if you're expecting a, a, a quick turnaround for a side project that I'm doing for free, then that's just not the right fit. I had a I had a client I actually had to have that conversation with. They texted me. Or they're not a client actually. They're a friend, and they texted me like, "When do you think you can get to this?" And I was like, "After everything else, maybe next week." And I was like, this is not prioritized. I'm sorry. There's a difference if you're taking on a side project for yourself or if you're taking on a side project for somebody yeah. else. Right? That's what I was going to say. If you're doing it for somebody else, it's important that you, that you set those expectations up front. If you're doing it for yourself, just go all in. Lie to yourself as much as you want. A lot of my side projects are actually for me. Right, and so it's less about worrying about managing expectations, and it's less about uh, learning a new skill, though that is always fun and part of it. Uh, it's a lot of times you are as an as an entrepreneur, you're investigating new spaces, right, and you're yep. playing in in new areas, and you're saying, how big is that market? And a lot of times, you know, fundamentally, right, people go, I don't know how to size a market, I don't know how to determine whether there's any traction in this space, and you say, well. I'm going to go build something on the side and see if it catches. Now, if it does catch, and if we kind of play out the steps and it grows, that may become my main job. Um, but but until then, these are several different exercises that are that are side projects, as you just kind of lean into it a little bit, give it a little fuel, and see if it takes off. I think building on top of that, though, too, Chris is like I didn't know how to sell things digitally, so. 
I started a side project where I was using EDD or I was using WooCommerce and I became better at those kind of plugins to where that sharpened my skill. Now I can actually support people who use WooCommerce or EDD, something like Absol that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been, I've been doing that uh, mostly to <clears throat> explore themes. So the themes that are out there, I, you know, it's clients are always asking for recommendations or whatnot, and you know, I want to play around with them first and see if they're any good or whatever. So I've done a lot yeah. of that with themes, just trying out different themes, just plugging them in, playing around with them. The builder themes, or just just all the themes in the repository, and being like, which one of you are broken? Which one of you are not? That's which fine. which one of you does the thing that I'm trying to do? Clearly you don't. Next, you, <laughs> clearly you don't. <laughs> well, and and there is a good way to get involved directly within the WordPress community on a side project. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of plugins and themes that have been abandoned, or there's plugins and themes that need help. You can you can get involved on the side if your goal is just to learn WordPress or or to, to help to help grow a to help grow a plugin that's out there. My my actual side project that I was working on in January turned into being submitted for Plugin Palooza and it got submitted and so now I've focused the last three weekends nothing but my my plugin for Plugin Palooza. I should note that Plug in a Palooza is an event that we are having at Orange County WordCamp, which is July 9th and 10th here in Irvine, California. You can't get to it now. So well, sorry. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that actually carry through from just general work practices over to side projects. One being, it's really easy to start a project. It's really hard to finish one. Fair. Mm -hmm. uh, Fair. Projects don't You're tend all... to have an end. An are, end. Are you saying that? Are you saying that follow through counts? <laughs> no, not at all. That, that's crazy talking. Mean, not just... in side projects. <laughs> no, it, but I've got probably 30 odd side projects that I've started, got anywhere from maybe one hour to 30 hours of time I spent puttering around on them that have never launched just because eh, it was more of an interesting thought experiment at the time, not something that I really cared enough about to push through to completion, which is great because you can learn a lot just by doing that, but to actually push it through, once you've shipped it, uh, then you can actually have folks that are seeing it and using it as an example and uh, as a way to bolster yourself up. Um, George, if I'm here, George, if I'm hearing you right, what what I think you just said was is you have a bunch of desktop servers spinned up on your computer, but they've gone nowhere. Is that what you're saying? No, GitHub repositories, but continue. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was and, thinking and that GitHub has a bunch of domain names that he's purchased that have expired. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to work on this, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I only have the dot .photography domain name or the dot .limo or whatever. Well, and there's something important about what George just said, right? So you've yeah. got 30 some odd projects that you've started, and it, that's just you, right? So, mm -hmm. so the only person involved in those projects is is you. And I'm, I'm making that distinction because if you start a side project with somebody else, you want to be realistic about your time and the time that they're going to be put in. They're, they're, they're going to put in. And again, make sure it's the right fit and make sure those expectations are set up front. Definitely. Because yeah. like follow through any relationship. Well, well, that's true. It's like any relationship. <laughs> that is true. Sorry. So one of the side I'm making the bigger, drawing parallels, bigger picture here. One of the side projects that I do a lot is presentations for uh, WordCamp, well, WordCamps and meetups. Specifically, and I end up what? Specifically, Orange County in Irvine, California, on July. No, just kidding. 
Um, so, so you end up learning a lot from teaching as well, and that's a huge thing. Uh, I'll start putting together a presentation, and I'll learn something new, and it'll go a totally different direction. Well, Robert, we do this a lot where we ask the people in our meetup group, what would you like to learn? And it's somebody says, I'd like to learn this, and it was something that you and I both have not thought of presenting, and I think it just ups our skills a little bit more. Absolutely. Uh -oh. All right. Well, it's our day off, so we're gonna do a half show today. See ya. Drop the mic. Now, for, what can follow that? For me, so, I I like learn I like I like learning stuff while I'm doing it. Like I really, you know, sitting there going to doing a whole bunch of research and stuff. It it's that's all that's all fine and good, but really, it's like real world examples of how this is going to work out works great for me. So I, you know, I'll typically buy a domain name set it all up, tell a whole bunch of people about it, and hopefully don't abandon it in the next year. That's what I was going to say. Your side projects are different than other people's side projects, Jason, because your side projects turn into three-year experiments where you've, we've been on the air every week for, you know, those three years. You, you launch your stuff. You do involve other people. You Your side projects that you're doing, you create entities and make it happen. So your side projects are kind of like, Realized, you're self-actualizing your your side projects versus the George and possibly the say who just have a million strewn sites that you're like, oh well. Self-actualizing. Are we talking about Maslow's hierarchy of side projects now? Yes. <laughs> my, yes. My, my favorite yes, part. We are George. First, you get are. yourself involved. Then you get your family involved. Then you get your work involved. <laughs> no, that's that's not Maslow. That's an MLM period right there. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite. Um, my favorite part about Jason is is I will be like, hey, I'm going to start this side project on, you know, whatever. And Jason's like, listen, I already wrote a blog thing about it. There's this YouTube thing I made. I was testing it. <laughs> and I'm like, it just came out yesterday. Yeah, but I was part of the beta and I was trying this thing. And <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's real. It's you the like, real thing. Either jump on it or don't jump on it. That's the thing. And if you're just going to sit around That's and stare at it. Well, if you're just gonna sit around and stare at it and go, well, oh, I don't, I don't know if I should actually start working on this project or not. I just, I, I just want to get in there and do it. And so that's, that's kind of where, you know, where I come Everything from. Everything you said just now is great. If, if this was the Dradcast, the name of this episode would be called "Jump on It or Don't Jump on It." Like that. <laughs> I think it's great that you continually think of alternative Dradcast titles for the water cooler. Yeah, like that makes me happy yeah. on some weird level. <laughs> So really, going back to that Maslow's hierarchy of side projects, I just want to like because that was like one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> the first thing you need to take care of is your brain, and then you need to feel safe. Okay, just kidding. And your heart. And then you need I'm to take care of a feeling like you belong. And then, for those of you okay. who aren't familiar with Maslow, uh, Steve, can you look it up on Wikipedia no. for us? <laughs> No, I'm on the wrong computer for so, that. Sorry. Can I can I um, ask um, what are some of the side projects that you guys are um, uh, willing slash able slash want to talk about that you would like to expose, like Sarah's cat? Which ones am I not embarrassed of? You mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or are something that is an idea that you wouldn't actually turn into something that's going to make. Okay. Well, because I know everyone's got that side project also, but we don't want to share because you know you'll all steal my ideas. Yeah. Five years ago, I got bored. In, five years ago, I got bored and wrote a project management plugin called Indeezy, which is 
Swahili for banana, as in come Mr. Na- banana Man telling me banana. Uh, is that I like Hello Dolly? At the time. That's amazing. But, uh, the code was horrible and awful, but I got like over 10,000 downloads on it, and I still get emails from people that use it. And then uh, you abandoned I don't know it, why. now you're one of those people. What, well, what, what George just said is that even his worst code gets more downloads than my best code, <laughs> is what that said. <laughs> that is what he said, actually. Yes. <laughs> I didn't say it was so, my worst what, what code, is, I said it was bad. What so about... What about y'all's? I had a side project called Real Estate Shows that I, I literally started as a side project on a, on a as a weekend thing that turned into a business. Hey, hey, Steve, did did Heisenberg start off as a um, side project and then did you merge that into something that you fleshed out? Like, how did that start? No, no, we actually set out to do that as a starter theme. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was a side was project, like it was a real project. Yeah, that's that's based on that's based on our, our, how every single one of our themes start. We actually put company hours into that into that project. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I still I still maintain uh, the band sites that I built in my last job. Um, it, it also I just feel like it also just helps me like keep on top of how you actually make a WordPress website because God knows we can't charge for my code at Zeek. And <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I, 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 I think that's part of it. No way. <laughs> That's part of it for, for well, me. Is that, like a lot of the the side projects that I have are, for example, my my the band website for my band, my sisters and my band, or you know other side projects that are like I was saying at the top of the show are with people or are for people, and so that really fills that need. Although you can't experiment as much, I like the experimental part where it's just you and you can be like do whatever and you don't have to actually worry about like you know anyone's like business model or like any of that stuff so um, or they're like you know fans or it being live none of that I like, yeah, I like those ones that. I like the live. yeah I like the ones you don't have to tell people about because then it's just you playing in your little sandbox in the corner mm-hmm. I might be giving away too much about my psychology right now so I have a, so I have a side project a little dog came into our life, and um, he he was chipped but not registered. the The breeder went out of business, and so I wanted to start a project where um, it was an easy way to look up a chip or to come up with something in, in a smartphone where you could scan a chip. And so I tried numerous ways, and then you had to sync with databases where every dog has been registered, and it was just it was horrible just trying to put all that data together. That was a side project to just went away after a while. Well, you learned from it. You learned that I don't want to do this. Yeah, but I, unlike Thomas Edison, I never found a way to invent a light bulb. I just found 2,000 ways of how not to invent a light bulb. <laughs> well, it's just like what Chris was saying earlier, is that you, you have to kind of test the market a little bit, and the only way to do that is to be your own, be the customer, you know, be the customer and figure it out and say... You know, here's what I really want. I what I really want to end up with, but um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go through all these hoop jumps to get there, and eh, maybe it's not worth doing. Yeah, it's it's a good, you know, relatively low risk way to experiment and get your skills better, so that you can apply them to what you really do. The other yeah. way to kind of have a side 
project or like get this bug out or like work on stuff there is there are a few of these or not like organizations but organized groups that happen around I know that Alex Vasquez is doing one coming up in the fall he's doing like a nonprofit website weekend yeah. where a bunch of people get together and build in you know basically two days uh, websites for nonprofits and help them um, you know take take it to the next level and so those are great ways to kind of um, experiment a little bit but also to just like maybe do a different part of work that you do less of um, but still have some skill set in so that can be that can be fun it's like a side project weekend just to kind of uh, do stuff that's not as you know intense as if you you know we do that in the hackathon I signed up for that we do. do. We do a thing like that here in Vegas. It's called Give Camp, where we find um, nonprofits and charities and stuff who they can't afford the resources to find somebody to write content or to do copy blogging or to build this for them. So we donate an entire weekend and get them up with whatever they need. And I've I've learned plenty of skills from that. Where I didn't know that a, a company wanted something like this, so let's write a plugin for that. That's you know? cool. Well, and that can also help, like because now you're you're working with, um, you know, random groups of people. So it's also kind of like a a crash course in interacting with teams, especially if you're a freelancer. That can be a nice experience to be part of a team rather than being responsible for the entire thing. So you can kind of like just get into that one thing that you do or that you don't do so often, but you wanna, like I said, you wanna get more into. So yeah. those are those those exist kind of across the states. Like it's, give or website weekend, which is linked in the notes. It's 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 really nice to actually jump out of what I do day to day to help other people and say I didn't realize that X amount of companies actually needed this, and maybe I should focus a little more attention onto something along this to help the thirty forty websites that might have this thing you know every year. I think our the thing about our profession specifically <clears throat> or or making websites is that. Because it's always changing, we have to, as developers, as even just content developers, as people using these tools, whatever they happen to be, we have to stay on it. And I think that is where side projects really come in because you might do some research to answer a certain question that, that bridges you into something else. And so it's like it's a way to like keep those skills sharp, learn new things without um, you know, like the responsibility of it being production. So I I think I think specifically as it relates to that say most of the longer articles I write that are tutorials come from uh, side projects so a client asks for or a prospect or someone on Facebook or someone in Twitter asks a question about how to do something and you realize I'm not sure like I'm pretty sure how to do it I don't know that I know the steps and so you spin up a site you build it all out you walk through the steps you take the pictures you write up the article and then the article ends up having kind of a, a lifeline of its own because it's been explicitly helpful to someone to walk through it. And so I think you can use side efforts, whether it's for a customer or for yourself, to do that. The, the other way that I use side projects is to generate revenue, right? So there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of side spare change, right? And so if you can, um, if you can spin up a... Hey, 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 Chris, is that where your presenter series on uh, Vimeo came from? Like, a lot of people were asking you, how do you go about setting up talks or how do you become a better speaker? Did that start off as a side project? 
so that was that was one of those things where I gave enough material out that I eventually said, let's turn this into a, a little video course. Eventually that would come back over to one of the sites, but that's another site that I haven't launched. But Beyond Good is a leadership blog, right? And then right. my headphone collection that just rolled out this weekend is a headphone review site, right? And these are little things. But the headphone review site, it's I'm just going to review a whole bunch of different headphones that I already own. I own a lot. And then and then people uh, will send you more and you won't be mad at that either. Right. And uh, the links are affiliate links to Amazon, right? I, I'm not it's not going to be a full-time living, but pretty sure that most people don't hate on uh, you know having uh, like right now I am in between jobs and my family lives off the blog at chrislama.com, right? That's uh, those are nice side projects. <laughs> <laughs> See, when does it become a side project or a project? What's the difference? What would you guys... Because well, I would classify a side project not necessarily as like a side business or a sideline, um, which is, you know, what you call it in the biz. A sideline is like what George can't do at Automatic and have like a side source of income. So I would personally classify a side project as something that you don't necessarily do for money um, or, you know, don't monetize. But, well, well, um, no, wait, no, not though, because I mean, I personally have found that whenever any free work that I have ever done, the client did not take it seriously, even yeah. if it was, no. you know, there's a supposed business model. Well, it's really it's, weird that way. True. Say, being a musician like yourself, uh, a lot of my side band projects start as like, let's just get a couple people in a room and try to find a new sound that we can come up with. And once we come up with three or four like songs that we think are great, maybe let's experiment with the show. I think that starts off as my side projects is like let's see what I can do with this and see if I can work it to something. But a lot of the time, it just turns out to be a couple guys in a garage jamming on a guitar, you know. So yeah. so I, so I, I think that 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 distinction between side project and something that can turn into a business is like. Are are you just there to jam, or are you there to actually find the sound to produce and to to sell eventually? I think that also puts a different spin on one's approach. You know, if you're really approaching it in terms of experimentation and exploration, I think it has a different just tone to oneself than if you're like, you know, how can I monetize this, or how could this, you know, become a sideline? You know, so it's a, it's a it's a different mindset. One's experimental, and the other one is, you know, has a more specific goal in mind. So, so that's, I, I think I, the difference to me. I politely I disagree. I I do think you can have a experiment to see if it'll generate revenue without high expectation or targets, and then when it does or if it does, it can become more important, right? People transition; they can transition from an experiment to, wow, this is taking off. It's actually becoming a, a business. Um, even if when they start it, they don't have to, right? So I think sometimes, like if you know you're starting a business, start a business, right? And that's, I think, what you're talking about, right? You know you're going to start a business, start with objectives, start with targets, start with everything, make it serious. And if you know you're just experimenting, just experiment. I think a lot of times with side businesses, I start as an experiment to see if it will get traction to turn into something that generates revenue, right? Sure. And so um, I think you can play in that middle space. I mean, I started, I started building websites on the side because it it had been years that I was trying to use code to get out of the music industry. Uh, and then, you know, my last job I had kind of combined to the two, and then I left that job and started working in, well, I started working with coders full-time because 
you know. Anyway. We're real coders. Sarah, is that when Tower Records went out of business? That's when you decided to get out of music and get into code? Uh, you know what? Actually, I remember when Tower went out, and I think I had just started in the music industry, and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh... This is. I picked the wrong thing on the job board, is what that comes to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I did, I did night school to learn PHP, and then, you know, it still took years after that. Yeah, I, um, I, I think that it's a, I, for, for us type of people, for developers, um, having it be a place where, like, for example, with my clients, I do a lot of content development. It's gotten a lot more marketing, a lot more training, and I miss coding, like, a lot. Like, there's something to be said about, like, being inside the computer. There's something about said to be said about making those things work. And so I've been doing a lot of things like that just on my own. and They're not for anything at all, but... Just because I miss it, and I I want to you know keep sharp on that. Like the 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 tech changes. Like every time WordPress comes out, there's new stuff. There's new things going on, and you know I want to play around with things like the REST API and and see what's going on, so I can stay current. And I'll you know so if I want to go back into that, I, and so I still understand what's happening on that side of the of the riverbanks, as it were. Did did you dictate that say, or did the market dictate like going from developing to writing content? Because I know you you've talked about this a lot, but was that something that you just said? I noticed that the the market is shifting, so I'm going to go toward more towards content. It's more because for me specifically to do that coding and have that, it's a different relationship with the client that is is more committed, and because of all all of my sidelines, I can't maintain that kind of focus. So the work that I I do you know, the, the, the money work is less involved that way, and so coding became more on the fun times. Awesome. Well, we are all done for today. Thank you for hanging out and being part of my side project. I really appreciate it. Make sure you go over to our website <laughs> and click on the links there to subscribe. What you can also check way. out the show over on Thursdays. We do a show called WP Blab. Go check that out. Thank Another you, folks. You have a good rest of your one. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.